0: You are Locked on Browns, your daily podcast coming to Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked Podcast Network, your team every day, Hello, everybody, um, for your Monday episode of Locked on Browns. Uh, not a good day, not a good day anyway, want to slice it all around in Pittsburgh. Uh, offense never gelled, defense tried to keep it as close as they could, and everything just eventually started to fail away, fall away as the Browns lose thirty-eight to seven in Pittsburgh. Currently you're four and two Cleveland Browns. Your Monday edition of Live Browns brought to you by Pepsi. This football season will be different. And Pepsi is here you're ready for game day, no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day of the lead football world. It's made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch. made for football watching. Go oh, to to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. Joined here by Sports Illustrated's Pete Smith. Pete, it wasn't pretty early. Um, it never had any cohesion. Uh, the defense eventually ended up gassed um, a lot of missed tackles uh they they were in it early kept it in early uh I guess I think for me Pete is the biggest surprise of this is Jedrick Wills and Jack Conklin they never really had any sync going and we knew how well this Pittsburgh defensive line was and what they were capable of but just Browns never had any answer and it seems like this uh on the offensive side of the ball, this Pittsburgh defensive line dominated throughout, and obviously Baker coming in this little dinged up, and it was probably the right move at the time to yank him out. Um, just, just quite not ready for primetime yet. It's probably the easiest way I can put it.
1: Well, I mean, look, the Browns in some ways. This was always going to be a difficult situation because they were just physically beat up, and I think it looked it. Um, I think the Colts game took a, a bigger toll than, than you ever really want to admit. Uh, DeForest Buckner and all those guys just physically uh, are very difficult, and I think you go from that to the best defensive line in the league, and in some respects uh, they just didn't look ready, and then they, they got – dominated and it was it wasn't one guy. It wasn't like you know you, you can say, well, that guy really sucked and it, and it just stabilized the whole thing. Uh, they got beat across the board. and when you're going into this when you're talking about the browns and you say, what's their what's their identity? It's the offensive line. And the Steelers took that away and shut it down. At that point, it already becomes a real challenge for the Browns to find a way to win this game. And they compound the fact that Baker Mayfield uh, made two awful decisions that led to interceptions. Uh, the first, you know, he just didn't. It seemed like he predetermined it and didn't read what the, what was going on. Threw it right to Mick Fitzpatrick, who scored. Uh, and then the third and twelve play, he escaped pressure and just seems like he refused to to have another drive end and through that. Awkward falling backward arm punt that was fielded by Cam Sutton, and you know if they don't have those things, uh, you know maybe this game changes because it just put them in a hole. Uh, but that's sort of the it, it, for the, for the number of people who are immediately going to well, Victor Mayfield isn't the answer. They need to go get somebody else. Whatever. Uh, you you look at those two plays and you can make a you can make a Argument And the fact that he did play better other times doesn't even matter uh, because those plays were so abominable and the game already felt out of reach at that point. Uh, I admire the hell out of what I saw from the defense. Um, I don't think – I mean, Andrews today missed a bunch of tackles and looked bad from that standpoint. They didn't have major coverage breakdowns that they've had in past weeks save for the one. Uh, And the Steelers had to really earn it. The Browns, you know, they gave up the field goal to start, and then they forced a number of punts. They gave the Browns offense every chance to sort of get it right and start to fight their way back to the game. Uh, And, you know, they couldn't do it, but you never saw them sort of give up and and resign to the fact. You saw them keep fighting. Uh, They didn't get – you know, Miles Garrett didn't have, you know, a superstar performance. He only had the one sack. Uh, you know, their offense was planned around making sure he didn't, uh, by getting the ball out of Roethlisberger's hands, they used some draw stuff, just anything to sort of try to slow that, that area down. And and the Bronx didn't have a bunch of turnovers. They didn't have a bunch of big plays. They just, but in a lot of areas, just played some good, solid football. Now they did miss their share of tackles. They did make some uh, poor plays there, but Malcolm Smith continues to be very promising. The corners are very good. Uh, the safeties are question marks. Sheldrake Redwine continues to be somebody I want to see more of when I watch. They tried to pick on him. I thought he was up to the task. Uh, you know, they, they, he wasn't like a superstar or anything. I, you know, I don't expect he's going to come out with some 90 grade PFF thing, but he did tackle ball. Uh, he did uh, stand coverage relatively well, and, and I was happy to see that. So, uh, they, you know, the Browns get demolished in this one but you can only lose a game once and it's just like the Ravens thing so as much as some people are you know, saying the Browns are a fraud or, or they're not good against good teams they're still 4-2 and, and they're well on their way to playoff berth and ahead of schedule uh, compared to expectations it sucks to lose the way they did but even if they fought hard and lost and it, still a loss and they're still 4-2 so there's a lot of things that come out of this game very concerned, with most of all the physical situation with a lot of guys, uh, Jarvis Landry, Kareem uh, Hunt, some guys. I, I, I just think there are a lot of lingering effects that are carrying over from the, the Colts game. This game doesn't help either. Uh, you know, the Bengals offer them a sort of get-well game, even though it's on the road, uh, and maybe they can you know, have, you know, host the Raiders and play well. Uh, Heading into the bye week, which they so desperately could use right
0: now. Um, Yeah, you know, look at health at this point, and you know, like, and again, it's hard to complain about it because um, the Browns have guys who are like missing time. They're not; they don't have guys who are out for a prolonged amount of time compared to some other teams in the league. And look, going into this, you know, with David DeCastro being out, Deontay Johnson being out, for what the Browns were essentially going to be without today, you still thought it'd be a better effort. You didn't think you were going to go in there and and get dropped by 31. And Pete we had talked about this during the week. It's you can't keep asking the defense to be playing at the pace that they are. You're creating the turnovers. Miles Garrett making a difference week in week out. There's going to come some times where this offense has got to do it. And this is probably the most frustrating takeaway today understanding that everybody was a little bit dinged up. Um and you had a couple of chances early to keep this closer. But you, you've got to get this offense out of park earlier, and you cannot expect this defense to continue at this pace of sacks and turnovers, especially when they are undermanned from a talent standpoint as far as you know, flexibility within positional groups that of the offense is. This is one where the offense needed to basically carry the defense this week and it just didn't come.
1: Yeah, again, I think that's why I, I, I really admire what they did. I, I, I admire the defense's effort in this. Um, I, I think I think they got better, or, or, or I should say, at the very least, I saw a defense that can get better. Um, you know, we'll, we'll continue to s- sit here and go. well, I hope they sprinkle in more Ronnie Harrison when he gets healthy. I hope Sheldrick Redwine gets some gets some looks at free safety throughout games and even if it's just a little bit and they, they sort of up it over the course of time. I, I do think that can can lead them down a, a more productive path overall. Uh, but I continue to be happy with the defensive line and the, their approach, even if they didn't have a great game. I continue to be really happy about their corners and, I, and the acquisition of Kevin Johnson. I, I just like the way he plays. Um, He's just a very good cover corner. Terrence Mitchell got beat up on a little bit, but I I don't think you you look at that group and you're going, well, they're they're the reason we lost. Chase Claypool had a couple of big plays, uh, as as seemingly is becoming the norm. He's just really, really good this early, which is problematic. But I don't know if Juju Smith-Schuster really did anything. I don't know if some of their other receivers really did anything. Um, That's a credit to those guys. So linebacker continues to be an issue, though. Malcolm Smith. You know, it, it's sort of amazing that you just sort of – this was like an oh-by-the-way signing, and he was the best linebacker in the field. Obviously, Devin Bush going out injured, that looks like it's going to be bad. Um, but, you know, it's tough. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a guy that was easy to like coming out of uh, – you know, it, it, despite coming out of Florida State and despite playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers, two organizations that are awful for the game. That I – that I, you Poor know, Michigan. of his approach, uh, his approach to the game, and the way he he sort of goes at it, and to lose him is is, is sad from that standpoint. But again, I, I just do think that you saw things that you can get better, uh, which is really all they could ask for. And the 38 points, you know, it'll pro- it, it'll make their defensive average look worse. Uh, you know, seven of those obviously weren't their fault at all, and some of that was just they were sort of left out there to die. Um, But again, you you play hard. I think Joe Woods came up with a good game plan. You know, they had passes that were thrown right to them at points and their heads weren't flipped around or, you know, like Olivier Vernon batted on the one. I think that was going to get picked off. They went to that concept three times where they were doing sort of a a read, uh, you know, either a counter or some sort of sweeping action to the right. And they came back to the slant and they were all awful, Uh, like Two went off bronze defenders, and the third one was deflected. Um, they, they and that was their, that was you know that was the Miles Garrett thing. They had to get out, out of their hand quickly because they wanted to avoid that. And I think the Browns had some opportunities as a result. You know, obviously, Mika Fitzpatrick and Cam Sutton capitalized on those type of opportunities. I, I it had the Browns caught one of those and, and maybe scored or just gotten the ball back. I'd be curious to see if the, if the game changed a little bit from that standpoint. But, again, I, I just admire the effort from them. Uh, yeah, obviously, the offense drives the bus on this team, and the offensive line is is the deal. And they didn't play well, and that's where this is going to come down to. And, and and I think it's worse than people even think it was, uh, just watching it. Obviously, Chris Hubbard, I think that was always going to be a tough game for him. Right guard is a tough position for him. Uh, I, I think he was pretty – uh, overwhelmed. Um Jared Wills, tough game. Jack Conklin, worst game of his season so far. Um, you know, Joe Batonio had had, had his hands full with Cam Hayward, who had a couple big plays. JC Treder had his hands full. That's tough. And you know, we we talked about before then we wanted to see Baker Mayfield sort of come into this game and ace the test. He'd been passing so far. Uh you know he failed in this one. And you know, that's the issue. And what, what I think what makes Baker Mayfield really frustrating is he knows better and, and makes these mistakes. So over the course of the season, you're sort of looking at this going, at what point or, or is he going to stop making the mistakes he knows he can't make? And even if he doesn't play sort of superstar quarterback, can he at least get into that do, no do no harm mentality? If he can do that and get better – then the Browns' offense will just continue to get improved against whoever they play. If he doesn't and they don't, then they're going to have some questions at the end of the year. I don't know how many real options they have. And Kevin Stefanski has already come down and shut down any talk of it not being Mayfield. Uh, which, by the way, Case Keenum looked no better. Uh, like I think he looked worse, honestly. Not much. Uh, <laughs> so you yeah, know, there's, there's, I, I think. I think the, the, the criticism of Baker Mayfield is very legitimate and at the same time somewhat overdone. I think there are real questions with him um, coming out of this game. I think there are real concerns coming out of games like this because it, it, neither of the interceptions he threw were a result of, well, he's not used to this offense or, you know, that, that, that something is, is different here those were bad football plays uh on their uh, you know just period those were just that's just bad football and they, that can't happen and that's sort of where we're left with on this and bigger mayfield is going to get too much uh blame just as he often gets too much uh credit nature of the beast with the quarterback position but that's that's where we're at
0: uh the pick six to make it Fitzpatrick um look that's a bad look um the is covered twice by the inside guy and then Minka over the top, obviously taken into the house. Um, the And like you called it, the fair catch, essentially, on the Cam Sutton interception. you got to tighten things up, man. And, you know, I understand you're trying, and it's always trying to make something happen. But, uh, you know, you go too far with things. You try too hard. You're putting your team in a in a bad situation where, you know, and we've talked about this in a couple of weeks past with Pete, it's, you know, every drive should end in a kick. Either field goal, extra point, or punt. And you can't get too cute, especially when your defense is trying to do all they can for you. In that situation, in the first half, trying to keep you within the game. And then, sadly, it eventually all kind of goes away. More here. Locked on Browns, your Monday episode. Sports Illustrated's Pete Smith with your host, Jeff Lloyd. How often do you use excuses like, I had a long day at work, or I'm just not feeling it? Or we just got our doors kicked in by 31 points to the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. It isn't always easy to talk about erectile dysfunction, but Roman makes it easy to discuss and treat. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship you real medicine with free two-day shipping. This whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to get.roman.com slash locked on, all caps, no space, and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be, tell to talk about, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Just go to getroman.com slash locked on to get up to $50 off your first month of ED treatment, a free online visit. And free two day shipping of any medicine. That's getroman.com slash locked on. For up to $50 off your first month of ED treatment, getroman.com slash locked on. Pete, the most difficult thing from today is to probably look at this and say, as much momentum as the Browns have built over the last four weeks and gone over a month without losing a game is. I don't know if there's essentially a silver lining to take from this and maybe this is good for the whole team. Maybe it's not, but, you know, week in, week out, whatever, you know, there's been some things that have been working, some things that have not been working, but you've been able to take some silver linings away from it. I don't know if there was anything today where you can say, well, at least that looks good. This looked good. Or, you know, this is promising. This like it was a runaway train that got going downhill really, really fast, and it just never came back in any way whatsoever.
1: Again, I, I don't, I don't look at it as in black and white. Like I, I you know, obviously, you know, ha- having coached and, and, and doing that whole thing, and you've done it. I'm um, I, I, I a big believer in the adage that you're not as bad as you are when you lose like this, and you're not as good as when you win big. Um, The Browns are a building team. The Steelers and the Ravens are contenders. I mean, you can come out of this and and if the question is, are the Browns deserving to be among the elite teams? No, but they are among the top 14 teams um, because the top 14 teams are going to go to the playoffs and the Browns are still in there Uh, and and you can go – as I've seen on my mentions, well, the Browns can go to the playoffs and go get their doors blown off or whatever by a, by a great team. Okay. I mean, they would still have made the playoffs, which was largely the goal this season. They still would have built, come in and built something that they can sort of continue to add on to. And coming in you know, 2021, they look like they can be ready to be real contenders if they can get improvements from the right areas and those types of things. So um, – You know, the offensive performance was incredibly disappointing. The offensive line had the worst performance of the season. Baker Mayfield had a a true thud of a game. Uh, You have to believe that with the offensive line, they they won't be that bad next week uh, and may never be that bad this season again. Uh, Baker Mayfield, that's, uh, you know, it's getting harder to just be like, oh, he's going to come back and he's going to be great. But I, I don't deny I, – I, as much as some of the things he does that frustrate me, I, I never question his talent or ability to be good. It's just a question of whether it's going to happen or when it's going to happen. And I'm just sort of waiting here, waiting to see when it happened. Uh, but um, I, I like what I saw on the touchdown drive where he found Rashard Higgins wide open in the end zone. I, I, I liked um, the fight in this team overall. I thought Kevin Stefanski had his worst performance Um, as a coach. uh, You know, I I know everybody likes to bang on him for the the punt fake punt, uh, which I still I will continue to defend. The play was there. I do think that fake reverse screen was a genuinely awful call uh, (laughs) that ended with him getting Baker Mayfield getting sacked. I mean that. Just the way the, the the vibe of this game was going, that play was way too long. Uh, I thought it was interesting that they didn't come back to the boot. That they got found uh, Harrison Bryant on early. They moved the ball, uh, and some of that was they weren't confident that they could protect it or those things. But I do think they, I, I don't think they did some some things that that help. Uh, get the, you know some drive starters or to get some momentum. I thought Baker Mayfield had the, the comeback to Odell Beckham was fantastic uh, in terms of timing and accuracy. And that's the problem is it, like Baker Mayfield has clearly shown he can do these great, great, great things. Um, and, and just then he does the absolute bonehead game losing type mistakes like he made this one. So from that standpoint, there's very little to take positive out of. Other than the fact that, you know, with the line, I think it's fair to say it, it won't get me better. Don't has n- literally nowhere to go but up uh, defensively. I, again, I see a lot of positivity. Uh, I, 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 you know, I, I think there's a lot to look into this and go, you know, the Browns got their doors blown off. Uh, they're, they're a little bit wounded in terms of their ego and in terms of where they were as a team. And I think they're going to look for a team to tee off against. Oh, here comes Joe Burrow again. So there's a lot that's sort of like, you know, this is awful. and Everything that comes with it. And you can look at this and go, this was awful in terms of the performance of the offense. And 38-7 never feels good. But if they come back next week and they they go on the road down I-71 and beat the Bengals and they're back at 5-2, Everybody's going to feel good and hopefully they get better as a result of getting, getting beat this week. That's, I mean, that's really the only choice they have at this point. Do you find a way to get better after a game like this or, or, or do you let it beat you twice or, or stagnate? It or what? And, and from what I'm hearing from players, uh, coming out of the locker room, I, I think they've got the right mentality. Um, I, I think they care about each other quite a bit. Uh, I, I don't think they panic or are going to panic. I think they have enough sort of, built up to think that, you know, they understand how this works, that a lot, one loss is one loss, just like they did with the Ravens. Uh, and they have to rally and figure out a way to get back. And now, you know, th- I don't think you can take the Bengals lightly uh, because they can't afford to take any team lightly. But the Bengals, you know, were, I think we're up three scores, and the Colts came back and beat them. Um, so they're going to be, you know, another team that's just down. And I think the Browns have to go in there and sort of take their will, take them out of the game and make them quit. I I, want to see them, you know, I want to see A.J. Green walk off the field and give up. Uh, I want that to happen. And then the Raiders game obviously becomes the next big game. But in terms of games that we thought were going to be big this year, you know, two of which didn't really live up to the billing, the Browns are 2-2. and They Obviously, when when people are going to look back at this game, they're going to go, they they lost the the only two big games they've had. They've lost the Steelers and they lost the Ravens both on the road and the Cowboys don't count anymore because they're bad and the Colts don't count anymore because we, you know, because the Browns beat them and the Bengals look, you know, look pretty good. So that's, I, I think we have a bad habit of sort of um, distorting our expectations coming in, you know, Dallas was a big win if we got it. And now it doesn't feel, you know, most people don't feel it like that anymore. Uh, beating the Colts at home was a big win if they could go out and get it. Now they've done it, and it doesn't feel like a big win anymore because you know it's immediately well they have to beat the Steelers to be legitimate or whatever, and that's crap. So that's where the team's mentality is now. I'm curious if the fans can get there, and I expect most most of them will rally back uh, and and get back on on because you know if they they go out and beat the Bengals out Super Bowl again, but. I think if you just take a longer term look at this team, um, I think you have to realize that even if the Browns had won this game, I I think psychologically a win here would have been huge, Uh, but I don't think losing this game was ever that big of a deal uh, just by virtue of the circumstances. And again, it's a wins and losses league. The Patriots lost the Broncos. The Eagles had a chance to beat the, beat the, beat the Ravens. Uh, You know, Welcome to the NFL. It's really hard, and you have to get anyone you can get. So 4-2, and two, six games in the season, and you're telling me we lost to the Ravens and the Steelers on the road. Is anyone really surprised by that, the, the two losses? But I think most people coming into this did not expect the four wins.
0: No, definitely fair assessments. Um, and I think anybody, and you're lying, if you wouldn't have said, you would have signed up for 4-2 and two, out of the gate. Um, Of course, you wanted to look more impressive week one, perhaps more impressive, you know, today in Pittsburgh. Uh, Your Monday edition of Locked On Browns, Jeff Lloyd, Pete Smith. We continue to roll on through here. The Improved Built Bar is even deliciouser. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six brand new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Some of your 12 original favorite flavors, peanut butter, banana bread, and mint brownie. Browns are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and they are easy to chew. Bill bar is great for the health-conscious guy or gal. Lose maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. They are great with the keto diet. The flavor profile for your peanut butter bar, 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams sugar, Five grams net carb. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked on, all caps, no space. And you get 20% off your next order using the promo code locked on. Again, for 20% off at builtbar.com. Pete, next week, even though it is the Mangles, does present a new, basically, challenge in the fact that. This is Coach Stefanski's, you know, first time refacing an opponent with what he's shown. Obviously, they will not have Nick Chubb with this game. Um, you know, you will have Kareem Hunt as all, you know, it looks for most of the offensive line, most of the weapons. But this will be Coach Stefanski's first opportunity to essentially play you know, chess and move counter move based on film from Week Two, and this will tell a lot. Um, you know, they kind of had their way with the Bengals the first time. The defense wasn't playing nearly as well as it was well, as it is now, and I would say as together as it is now. But this is a big test. Um, you know, you, a number one, you need to rebound after winning four in a row, losing today. But now it's to show you know what your coaching staff is made of as far as this is a team you've already beaten. Either a different or b new on the offensive side of the ball or the defensive side of the ball.
1: I think it's a huge game for Kevin Stefanski and Baker Mayfield, uh, for the reason you mentioned, but it applies to both of them. Um, Baker Mayfield played well against the Bengals up until he threw that bad interception. Um, I think the Browns' the coaching obviously has to be able to sort of, what, you know, how do you, how do you react to a team you've already played against? Once, you know, they're going to adjust what's your adjust, adjustment to the adjustment. And I think that applies to Baker Mayfield for the same reason, obviously he's coming off a bad game. We don't know you know how much healthier he's going to get or if this is going to sort of linger for a while. Uh, but what we do know is the Bengals have seen this team before, and they've seen Baker mayfield before, and what are they going to do and if Baker mayfield you know again, we're into the we're into the thing we're into this this position of the season where you know the offense is played together for six games. I do think it will continue to get better. Um, I, I do think they will continue to to grow as this offense uh, into this offense. But they have to now do it against a team that's seen them. Do the do it against a team that's not going to surprise them necessarily. And Baker Mayfield is coming off a bad. Bad kick performance for him. He's coming against a team he's seen before, a team that's seen him before. Can he now step up and be good uh, against this team? Even if you don't like the Bengals, you don't think they're very good. That's fine. Baker Mayfield has to do these things because they're obviously going to have to play the Steelers again. They're obviously going to play the Ravens again, and obviously a win here is big because they have to turn around and you know come off a bad loss and, and get back on that winning train. So I, I think for those guys, it's it's big for ancillary pieces or some of the weapons, I think this becomes a confidence game where they can just really sort of continue to grow and get better. Uh, You know, I don't think Jarvis Landry or or Odell Beckham learn much from a team like the Bengals, but they can continue to get better and produce. Hopefully they get healthier. Uh, The offensive line has to basically, you know, slap themselves across the face and start getting that going. Right. Uh, And they have to improve from that standpoint defensively. It's important from the standpoint of you've seen Joe Burrow. He played relatively well against the Browns the first time. Can the defense now sort of make some adjustments and, and, and you know have a better performance? Uh obviously I think the defensive line's gonna continue to be good. I think Miles Garrett's gonna have a big a big day. Uh I think some of those other guys can, can have a big day. But can the DBs step up? Obviously we're healthier. The Browns are healthier this time around uh, in the secondary than they were the first time. That should help. But do they take another step and get better? So I get it. The Bengals are are bad. They just gave a nice run to the Colts, who, who obviously I think they that physicality issue that I talked about from from the Colts. I think they were they were feeling it a little bit in this one. And so the Bengals are one four and one. You know they're not good. Um, I think they are largely what they were going to be. But they are, again, you can't take anybody in the NFL for granted because you have teams like the Eagles come up and try to surprise them, or they did. So take them out. Take them out of the game early. Don't let them hang around. Don't let this become a shootout. Uh, Play well, get better, and hopefully build something for when you come back and host the Raiders.
0: No, this, there's no, there's no doubt about it. This has now become a big game this week. Um, you cannot go in this with a letdown. Uh, you need to find a way to get it on track. Um, it, look, you were off track week one, four weeks in a row, where you finally got the momentum and got everything essentially clicking together. Cannot let one bad loss fester into more than that. And we'll see the metal of the scene, the metal of this franchise, and how you know its construction. Uh, as far as you know, under Andrew Barry, coach Stefanski, this is. You know, a game you're gonna go need to go to get everybody feeling about themselves again, and you've got you know games coming up before it's Pittsburgh before it's Baltimore again late in the season an opportunity here for you to all get feeling better about yourselves. uh rough day um just you know in not an all around effort not everything together um it kind of fell apart quickly and from all facets. Doesn't mean by any means that any of this is over. You're still four and two. Everybody would have signed up for this again, just not the greatest of days, but certainly not to be unexpected. Pete Smith from Sports Illustrated's Browns Digest. Make sure you're checking out everything over there. Make sure you're following Pete at underscore Pete Smith underscore. Show itself at Locked On Browns. Always follow back account. DMs open, as you all know. Me personally at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Uh, you know, DMs are open. Opportunity to talk. You guys got questions for the show, whatever. In general, feed me. Uh, I always do my best. As much time as you guys give to the show, I do my best to give it to you guys by Browns lose four and two. Head to week seven at Cincinnati. Not a great showing all around, but certainly again does not mean the end or end all or be all. This has been your daily delivery of
1: all things dog pound. LGB on the L O B. Let's go Browns.